0: Hello and welcome to Miss Checkpoints, the video game book club podcast. Today we're starting a discussion on Luca, born of a dream. I'm your host Marcus and joining me today as always are the homies. First off we got Greg. What up? And last but not least we have Trevor.
1: What's going on?
0: And a surprise drop-in visit from a wild Dante.
2: You could say I was reborn.
0: (laughs) What's going on? you talked yeah. about me specifically.
2: Yeah, or yeah. I was like, okay, okay. I didn't know I was like what's going on with everybody. Um not too much. I mean, I was on a recent bonus cast, The Gardens Between, and had a lot of fun. So I also found out I had this game in my library and talked to Marcus a little bit and decided that I would join you guys.
0: Good. I'm I'm glad you're here because we're going to need you for this. You know what? <laughs> I wasn't ready for Ninja
2: Gaiden 2, but this is going to be Ninja Gaiden 2. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> you know, um, go ahead, whichever. What, n- never mind, I'll wait till we get to it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to, um, ruin the surprise?
0: Surprise?
1: I, wait, what?
2: <laughs> I, I get an impression that there's going to be a heel turn of sorts. Uh,
0: I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um... I don't know,
1: man, um... It was kind of hard to turn your heels in Ninja Gaiden 1, the one that we played. <laughs> He's that he can't even say it. Was um, it Ninja Gaiden Black? I can't remember. Yeah. Was that the
3: good one? I I mean, they're all good, would not they? Well, I actually, no. <laughs>
2: yeah, I can't even go that far, Greg. i played Ninja Gaiden 3.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> he said it like a man that <laughs> has seen some things um let's let's get into luca though uh this is um the uh trevor's game for the month of november so i'm gonna kick it to him for the intro
1: okay um you have to bear with me i'm taking a break from disney plus right now so um that's see. less <laughs> see so we are playing or we play luca born of a dream and it was developed by me less than three um, and published by Syndicate Atomic. And me, Lesson 3, I really couldn't find anything on it. There was no... When, liquid...
2: Sorry, when you say Lesson 3, is that supposed to be the heart symbol?
1: Did uh, I just break your mind? <laughs> I'm not sure. The heart symbol.
2: Like the text emoji version of the heart.
1: Oh, you know what? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I did not even think about that. See, this is why they brought me back, folks. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All the time I'm thinking, huh. Okay. Was like a That's weird, you know, it, was, it was sounding like a weird name, but I didn't want to say anything about it. <laughs> I was like, right.
2: lesson three, I've, I've, I've heard that before.
1: I'm glad somebody else got it. No wonder <laughs> it's, it seemed like it was just like an independent person in the studio, because I guess he's the me.
2: So did they like on the wiki page or whatever you got that from did they spell it out or did they
1: No, it's it's all one word. Well, it's yeah, it's spelled out, but it's all in one word. Uh They didn't actually use the little text emoji.
2: See, that's that deep lore.
0: Said <laughs> I know what this looks like.
1: It's supposed to be. Um sorry, I've been using iPhone emojis for the past what 3 4 years now.
3: The, the one interview I'm looking at, they just, they say it, like, they write it as me less than three, so I don't, I don't know if that's correct or not, but I don't know. I mean, otherwise
0: it'd be me, me heart, <laughs> right? Oh, <yeah. laughs>
1: and, I mean, I guess there's, like, I found them, I found their website, so I guess they really couldn't use, like, a, a URL with a uh, less oh, than yeah. but speaking of their website, it's they don't have a lot of information about the studio. And I keep saying they, even though I'm pretty sure it's just one guy uh, named Colin Horgan. And I actually found more information on his LinkedIn page than I did um, on the website. But at least on the website, um, they've or he's developed one other game called Ectoplaza for the Wii U that came out in 2016, and it looks like something out of a Cartoon Network cartoon like one of those games is very bright and colorful and it looks like some kind of i don't know arena game where you're bouncing around the map like it's like a 2d type game not really like um smash but i don't know you you just have to look at the but um other than that the only thing i could find was he's developed um browser games and all the browser games kind of Echo the same art style and aesthetic as Luca, which we'll get into later on. Um, so they kind of have that same... Um, let me see, what else? Uh, Luca was released in, or on August 21st, 2018. And the only other thing I could find was exactly one year after their launch, they released a free expansion. And like I said, there's no Wikipedia page, but from what I could find, the game... Um, has very positive reviews on Steam, and currently has a score of 79 on Metacritic as of this recording. That is... Watch it. What's up?
0: I was going to say something, but I'm going to just hold it to myself. What's yeah, that? Um.
2: before we even get into it, Steam only has three negative reviews, Marcus.
0: Hey, I don't write Steam reviews. <laughs> um, you got anything else, Trevor? Sorry for cutting you off. Um...
1: No, I think that's it. You, you didn't cut me off at all. That was as much as I could find. I'm sure, like you said, there there may be some other information like mm-hmm. um You know, we might actually be able to reach out to the guy if we have any questions at the end of the podcast.
0: Okay, okay. Um, He's very active on Twitter. All right, well, I'll add him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get into this game, Luca. Um, first of all, what was everybody playing on? Uh, I played on PC. I played on PC, on Steam. PC version. And you guys all played controller, right? Yeah. Correct. Um,
1: So I started on mouse and keyboard, and maybe like an hour into it, I was just like, this game would be a lot better on a controller, and I considered buying it on Switch, even though I already had it on just so that I could play it. And because the only game I have on Switch right now is Pokemon. Um, so I considered buying it on Switch. But I think Dante told me the controls on Switch aren't actually any better. So that was why I just opted to go with the controller on PC. Okay. Which I, actually I, I had some issues with. What were your issues? Um, it just... It ended up being uh, Steam's um, configuration for some reason, like it had the Xbox controller configuration turned on, and Dante kind of helped me with it and and showed me like his, he had it turned off, but it was throwing off some of the button mapping, like whenever I would change any of the button mapping, the triggers would stop working.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Um, And so that's when you switched over to controller, and (laughs) and you were able to actually play the game? Right. (laughs) Gotcha. I I think I was the only one that I I ended up playing this game on Switch. And um, I don't really know if there's any difference between Switch and PC. Um, But that's what I ended up playing it on. Um, How would you describe this game, Dante? Like, I I have a couple of games, and specifically ones that we've played here on this podcast, that to me, it kind of felt like the developer... Just wanted to make his version of that.
2: I would say... It's definitely in the... Souls variety of action games. With a slightly... I won't call it roguish element, but... Overall, I'd say it's closest to... A mix between Metal Gear Rising and Dead Cells. As far as how it plays.
0: Interesting, because for me, I was going to say uh, D- D- Dead Cells and Transistor.
2: Oh, but Ninja Gaiden, sorry. Definitely. <laughs> that too. Yeah, I don't know how I forgot. That too. <laughs> the Ninja Gaiden. The GOAT.
0: I um, think the uh,
3: the developer had said, uh, he mentioned that Souls games were uh, a big influence on him with this, so I guess that makes sense.
2: You can definitely tell because you have your experience, which... I guess I should go ahead and say this game is a lot nicer than Souls is, or a lot more friendly to the player as far as um, forgiveness. So in a Souls game, if you die, you lose all of your experience that you've gained and you have to kill the enemy that essentially killed you to get them all back. And if you die anywhere in between like getting your souls back, they're just gone forever. In this game, if you die, you still keep all of your experience. Yeah. And the other bonus to this game is the rewind function, which pretty much allows you to quote-unquote rewind any bad battle you had up to a certain extent and um keep going. So there's um, two accessibility options it gives over Souls games.
0: I wanted to get into the combat before we talk about the rewind because I have a uh, a bone to pick with the rewind feature. Um but uh I guess I don't have any experience with uh, the Souls uh, series. I, I have never played any of them. Um, so thank you for that. Have any of you guys... I obviously know Dante has, but Trevor or Greg, do you One have...
2: small edition. I forgot. What's that? The stamina bar. Because I know you really haven't really messed with Correct. stamina bars in games.
0: Correct. I have not noticed so, something that is in this game as well.
2: All of your actions are tied to a stamina bar, which... Um, essentially limits the amount of actions you can do without taking a break so You can attack 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 attack, but eventually you're gonna get tired and once you get tired You're going to run out of actions you can perform. So you always want to be cognizant of the bar just to make sure you don't run out of things you can do Because normally after you're done attacking that's when the enemy's gonna attack
0: Which is why I said it was very similar to Transistor. Because, I mean, Transistor, you had a combat bar, which was essentially a stamina bar. Because that, when you walked around, when you did the dash, when you did any attack, it took off a piece of your combat bar. And that that's why I kind of thought those two games... I see a lot of through lines between those two games, personally. Um, but yet, have any of you other uh, guys played uh, any of the Soul series? I've played... Uh...
3: Like maybe a few hours of Demon Souls and uh, Dark Souls.
0: Um, I mean, I know Dante's a fan, but are are you? Are you?
3: Nah, I, I mean, I I could never get into him. Like I'd play him for a little bit, and then either I would hit like a hit like a you know wall, and I would just kind of fall off it for a while.
0: Hmm.
1: Trevor, uh, I started to play the first Souls game, and I think the only reason I didn't get too far into it was because I got lost. I I think I ended up getting to a, um, I don't know if it was a boss or not, but I couldn't get past it, and then once I did
0: just like, I gotcha, gotcha so do you guys see any of the through lines, I mean obviously besides what Dante's talking about does this strike you as a a game that that I don't even say aping from it, there's definitely like some through lines between it, but do you think that this game does a good job of take like making it accessible for you guys? Since you guys bounced off of them, um, I think so. I mean,
3: one thing that um, that I think helped a lot with this game is like deaths aren't super punishing. You know, like I mean, mm-hmm. you do have to replay a bit of the game, but it's not you know. Yeah, it's not like I have to go fight the same enemy to try and get you know all my experience back or whatever. So it's you know a little bit easier in terms of that. Plus the rewinds.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, there are certain features like that in games that don't necessarily make it fun for me. Like I like a challenge, but I don't want to be punished. You know, making mistakes or at least punished to that
0: degree. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know,
3: thinking of the I guess the Souls comparison, like. I guess the other thing that this game kind of does is, like, there's just a feeling of you really just don't know exactly the scope of everything, you know what I mean? Like, even as in terms of, like, mechanics early on, you know, you kind of, they start you out in the game, they don't really explain a whole lot, you know what I mean? So, I guess that kind of feels like a Souls game in that way, too. I yeah. get
2: where you're coming at, but I'd say from a mechanic standpoint, it does. From a lore standpoint, it definitely doesn't. Because truth be told, this game is pretty simplistic, as far as like the number of things you can do. So you have, um... well, you wanted to hold off on combat talk, so I'll I'll just punt that. For <laughs> well, right okay, now. We'll,
0: we'll we'll get we'll get into the game now. How about that? But
2: I wanted to say one more thing that um, it has as an accessibility plus over Souls is the map, because Souls games don't have maps, yeah. and those games are huge, so. Just by, you know, having a map screen, and even if it's not always 100%, like, oh, you clearly need to go here, here's the blinking white dot on the map, you can generally be like, okay, well, here's this path, and I don't have a little, like, area drawn above it, so I can go there, and I'd say about 80% of the time,
0: that's where you need to go.
3: Yeah, it's not, it's, at least to me, it felt very hard to get lost in this game.
0: Okay. Shots fired? Okay. <laughs> I <laughs> didn't mean to oh, like yeah, do this. Like, you know. Yeah, okay. Alright, let's talk about this game. Let's talk about this game. Um, so the game starts and there's a tutorial and it, it kind of like what they were saying, it, it starts to, to showcase the attack. Uh, you have a primary attack and a um, secondary attack and those both use, uh, well I should say a primary and like a heavy attack. And, um, those use stamina. And then your primary attack also has a charge function, um, which does heavy damage focused on an enemy. And, uh, what else am I missing? There is a a break, uh, uh, mechanic in the game. So if you, I don't know if it was triggered by amount of damage or, or what with certain enemies, but they would have this break feature where they were just basically stunned, and you could do like a, a, a longer combo on them or whatever. Um, and then uh, they also had a what was the shot called? The the thing that the familiar used, just like a ranged attack. The the
2: I think it's just called a familiar, and each one has a different. But of I skeleton. thought
0: it was power though, right? Or charge? What was the. the thing oh, in the it game? takes charge
2: meter. Yeah. But one okay. thing that I guess it doesn't explain is your heavy attack or your charge attack exactly. Um, uses That charge. also uses charge. Yeah. yes.
0: So you have three bars. You have your health bar, you have a stamina bar, which everything is swinging attacks and charging and dodging, which is the roll. Um. Those all use stamina and then you have a familiar or like a creature that kind of uh, follows you and you have a button dedicated to that to do um, uh, damage as well. And so that uses your charge meter and the only way to build up your charge meter is to hit enemies with your primary and uh, secondary attacks to build it back up. But like Dante said... Using your your secondary attack uses the charge meter, and using your familiar uses the charge meter as well. Um, I guess uh, I would
2: also add. Go ahead. There's the what are the points that you get for the special abilities or the perks, of sorts?
0: The auras.
2: Um, like the special skills, because there so was one the skill currency? in specific where it would like.
0: I think it's oh VP. the um oh yeah shoot what are they called the little um oh you're talking about the VP
1: I forgot what it stands for yeah.
0: shoot no he's talking about the the
2: virtues yeah virtue points yeah virtues okay so essentially you get these things called virtues which are passive I guess you will not even call them passive some are passive some are active abilities that do certain modifiers during combat yeah, so when hurts. Marcus said like. You can only get VP or um, charge back from attacking. I actually had a virtue that would allow me to passively get it as time um, elapsed in the battle.
0: Yeah, yeah, and those things are huge. And, and so um, the way the game works is anytime you kill an enemy, you're, you're building essence, or excuse me, experience. And uh, the save points in this game, very similarly to the Soul series, are like these areas where you rest... And um you basically get all your health back plus like it, it basically maxes out all your bars again and then on top of that you use that uh location, the save point in order to fast travel between previous save points and also to level up whereas you can buy like a uh, very similarly to like rp or you know the rpgs and whatever where you have like your hp is at six your attack power is at five and you're 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 adding more points to those to give yourself a more hp or more charge or recover or your stamina recovery bar but then from there you can also buy virtues that also give you um uh perps as well so like i had one that if I successfully dodge something at the last minute, I went into like a slowdown mode or bullet time. And so I could do a bunch of damage or a bunch of attacks on an enemy while they're in slow motion. Or I think there was another one I had that it it put um, uh, uh, life bars on the enemies because the normal game, it it doesn't display the the health of the enemies you're fighting. Uh, And then the cool thing, and this is very similarly to Transistor, is each of these virtues take a amount of points. So like the better the virtue typically the more points it was worth. And so you had a virtue uh, VP like Trevor said where <clears throat> initially I think your VP is ten or fifteen. And so you can only attach virtues that equal equal to or less than the number that you have. So fifteen. So like if you had one that was worth six and one that was worth four, then you could you still have five points that you could, uh, spend in virtues. So it, it was constantly, um, once you, once I was, I found myself once I was unlocking virtues, I was like switching between ones or testing new ones out to try to get my loadout going. And I'm pretty sure everybody here has done that as well. And like played around with some of these. Did you have any standout ones? Um, as far as the virtues? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I'm pretty sure one of them that I used was driven and that one charge fully replenish charge fully replenishes on an enemy guard break and that was probably the one thing preach I um like I kind of um built my stats for um like even with my familiar I had the familiar that I think it was called Pierce where yep. it had a higher yeah. chance of... Breaking. Uh, breaking. So, those two combined, it was just kind of like, okay, I would immediately get my charge back, and then I could just kind of go
2: ham on them. hmm Using that Gale um, paradigm, because that one's the one that breaks easily, or makes enemies break easily, plus that instant charge, It honestly, it felt a little broken for most of the game.
1: Yeah. And... I think um, at some point in the game, I was having difficulty with it. It was early on in the game, and part of it was not being able to find the menu. And that was before I switched to using a controller instead of mouse and keyboard. But once I did, that was when I started playing around with the virtues and the mantras, and it almost made the game kind of trivial. I don't know okay. if I had that that same. I don't want to call Trevor. It I'm proud problem. of you. Well, I guess because for the first like hour and a half to two hours, I was playing this game on difficulty, on difficult, and then I actually started using the perks,
2: and it made the game a lot easier. You actually played the game like it was supposed to be played, yeah, is what you're saying. Shout (laughs) out, (laughs) and I guess going back to the break thing, because that's it's a mechanic we kind of didn't go completely into. So there's a couple ways you can break the enemy. One of them's attacking. Just If you constantly attack the enemy, they'll eventually break. The other one is a parry mechanic. So anytime an enemy is about to start an attack, they have this little glow that like shoots outside of them. And that's how you know um, it's time to parry. And what you have to do as a player is dash in. And if you dash in at the exact right time, you can parry them that way as well. And once you parry an enemy... You do, I would like to say, at least four to five times as much damage.
1: Yeah, it takes a chunk of damage off of bosses. The other thing about dodging, too, is that even if you don't dodge into the enemy when they attack, it does like this little slow motion dodge. I don't know if that was like a a virtue or something that I had added on.
3: It is, I think.
1: Oh, okay. Well never mind, I'll wait till we get to but the virtues end. I think
2: you also get some iframes in there, which yeah. um, I guess for people that don't know is invincibility frames, which essentially allows you to go through an attack and not take damage even if it's like in contact with you, so to speak,
1: yeah, because there were definitely enemies that use like explosion or area of effect um, attacks, and even if you're like dead center on where the, wherever the attack is originating from, if you dodge it'll like you
0: said it'll give you those invincibility frames. Okay. Okay. Um I'm trying to pl- I'm trying to do this as a compliment sandwich. So um we still got we still got some nice things to say about this game, right?
1: Do we? So we're we're still I mean, we're still talking about the the combat system, which I think yeah. is a huge um... Yeah, the
0: combat is by far the standout thing and I I do think the combat in this game is it's pretty good um and which one of the, what's up I, I was gonna say I don't think I
1: mentioned it like in my intro but that was one of the reasons why I kind of chose this game because mm-hmm. I think I'm used to picking games that have a very heavy narrative and well, bl- bless because you didn't this time the, the, the last <laughs> the last few games haven't been as successful they haven't um garnered any praise from you guys so I decided to, to try to find a game that kind of split the you know, split the difference, still had a little bit of narrative to talk about, as well as, you know, met y'all halfway on the, the combat system. Trying to
3: say brothers wasn't a banger?
1: <laughs> hey, he's come a long way, man. Brothers <laughs> Listen. Y'all not
0: gonna keep talking about brothers. I mean, I told Trevor not to get in his like. I told Trevor, I was like, "Look, you pick Forgotten and like of the games he picked this this year. It's been Forgotten and Luca and Return of the Overden. So that's like one out of three. That ain't bad.
3: Wait, you already? Oh, you already? <laughs> you already let us know how you feel about Luca?
1: then? <laughs> oh, I don't know if you're talking about Overden or Luca. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. One on three ain't bad, <laughs> but but um, but for real though, um, like looking at the trailer for this game, I honestly thought it was going to be a little bit more akin to Zelda, with like a different art style. That was just from looking at the gameplay trailer. Uh, it's
2: so beautiful.
3: <laughs> I, I went into this with like not knowing anything about the game. Like I didn't watch the trailer or anything. I literally just bought the game on Steam and just like booted it up. Like that's it.
1: But yeah, that was. You know, just judging judging off of that, I was like, you know what, it's a hack and slash game. You guys might enjoy it.
0: Um I also didn't look at anything. I looked at the um stills of this game. Uh I just went to when we were doing our our list, I just Googled it and just went to images and looked at it and I was like, That game looks kinda cool. And um mistakes were made. Uh that's definitely not the first thing I said when I when I booted the game. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I do think like I said though, I, I do think the combat in this game is cool. It was um very trying for me personally. Um a couple of things that my, basically my main gripe in this game affected uh my overall experience with this game. Um I think the one of the things I don't personally like is that combat relies too heavily on the parry system. Um I'm not a souls player. Uh, but I wish there was, like, a shield or something. Um, I, unfortunately, didn't have the virtues that you guys had with the um, the recharging your uh, uh, break or whatever, like, maxing something out. I did not have that. So um, I did have the familiar that upped my percentage of breaks. But um, I... Combat was a slog for me in points because... And this is going to be a criticism that you will remember from uh, Ninja Gaiden is, for me, the way I wanted to play this game, I could not play. Because I wanted to stay far away from enemies and use the ranged abilities. But the game forces me, because of the way the stamina works, like, I have to, like, get in and, like... I, I don't know. I, I just I just ran into that, so I ended up having to switch to a more up close and personal. Uh, uh, what is it called? Um, paradigm, in order to be successful at this game and actually do damage, because I wanted to stay far away, but like I was not doing any damage on enemies, and it, it just kind of seems like it's there just to check the box that we have a ranged ability, but it's not really useful or I just didn't have the things in the game all unlocked in order to make a ranged kit viable. So Um, I don't think you can go complete
2: range in this game, but one of the abilities, or I guess one of the control options in this game is hitting, for me it was the left trigger, to switch between your paradigm sets, which... Did we go into the actual paradigm set? No,
0: we have not, so we can go into that as well.
2: Yeah, so essentially the game gives you two sets of paradigms that you can um, build. And you get to choose your light attack, your heavy attack, and also your familiar with each one. And by hitting the left trigger, at least on um, the Xbox controller, I guess it would be the left trigger on the Switch as well, you can switch between them on the fly. So a lot of times I would start with my, um, I think it was Gale was a paradigm. And do a couple attacks with that. That one has a higher chance of breaking. After I broke, I'd switch paradigms to my heavy attack, which was the Natos, and pretty much do like insane amounts of damage. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what the game encourages you to do. There's actually some virtues that on paradigm switch, your attacks get boosted, and I think there was one other paradigm switch, Virtue. And, and I can't quite remember what it does. And just to add to that, your
1: paradigms are made up of mantras in the. Game. So each attack: your light attack, your heavy attack, and then your ranged attack from your familiar. Um, or I guess your familiar is its own kind of mantra, but your light and heavy attacks are two separate mantras that you can change in your paradigm. So your paradigm is made up made up of those three things between two different um,
0: builds and I, and I really did dig that. Um, the customization that you had in the combat, I really was a fan of. I just personally, the way I wanted to play the game with the range, I couldn't. So I had to, like, and I, I think I did use the Thanatos the one that Dante was saying as my, um, charge as well. Um, uh, that, and that did do massive amounts of damage. Um, because I think the way they they uh, talked about the items or the the, the different abilities would it be low damage, uh, mid medium damage, high damage, low range, medium range, high range. So unfortunately, like <clears throat> anything that was high range um, was pretty low damage, and uh, anything that was so like for me, that's what I was going towards, but I was like not doing any damage on anybody, and so like I was just thinking like these dudes were super brawlicky or whatever, so when I unlocked the Virtue to be able to see health bars I kind of saw like, oh I'm not doing anything, so then I kind of went over to the things that were medium range and at least medium damage or mixed range medium damage and just tried to play that way, but I would always, whenever I broke somebody and I used the, uh, the familiar that um, increase the, the... that had the likelihood of uh, breaking somebody, I would roll up on somebody as soon as I broke them and then do a charge attack to like get the kill. So, like, by the end of the game, I definitely had a playstyle, but it was just after repeatedly beating my head against the wall, partly because of me being stubborn, but also partly because I was like, hey, this the, the combat in this game or the, the, the moveset allows me to customize it to how I want to play but I don't feel like it's all the way there how I would like it to be. And I remember that was something that I ran into with Ninja Gaiden because I really liked the staff one. But but I just wasn't doing any damage or... Um, I don't remember exactly what the issue that I was having with it. And I just remember you guys telling me to switch over to the thing that allowed me to do the flying swallow or whatever. And then that completely changed my the way I approached and played the game after that. And, like, this was essentially the same exact thing for me with this, uh, the, the mantras in this game.
2: I just want to state for the record, the staff is completely viable in Ninja Guide. Mm. Thank you.
3: (laughs) I don't know. Are you you talking about Lunar? I guess, isn't that what it was? Yeah. Lunar staff. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah, kind
0: of. You have to know how to use it. If you want to play hard mode...
3: (laughs) (laughs) Like, uh, I guess since this game kind of uh, is, you know, takes elements from the Souls games, uh, the Souls games don't really do a lot of ranged combat, right? If I remember right, it's They actually like do,
2: pilot. it's just, it might not be your first um, inclination to do a ranged build, and that's kind of one of the things you kind of have to, I don't want to say research, but it's not as straightforward as doing a melee-only build.
0: Gotcha. And then the other thing I was going to say, just... So like the games that we've played that I was saying that I'm 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 drawing my inspiration from or like that I feel like are really closely resemble this are the uh, Dead Cells and um, Transistor and um, I one of the things I really liked about Transistor was the customization and the tools that you used and I felt like this game was the same uh, but then with Dead Cells they do have like range slash shield uh, uh, items. And like I said, one of the things another thing that I had problems with with the combat was that the parry was really your only defensive option and I I don't know, I I often found myself not really with enough st- and this is on me. Not really with enough stamina to parry more than once. Um er, I'm Sorry.
3: Go ahead. Greg go first. No, I was. We may end up saying. I mean, it just that does. I I guess I get what you're saying. That was kind of on you because there's definitely ways to keep your stamina pretty pretty high that you should be able to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: And and it's definitely. It was totally me and the loadout. My loadout is that I had, but it was not. That was another thing that I personally was running up against, and that was giving me a hard time in this game.
2: I'm also gonna say that. I'm not completely disagreeing with you, but I feel like the game had three defensive options. So you have the parry, which is the most advanced by far. Then you have the straight-up dodge, which is just tapping the right trigger. And then the third one is run. So if you hold the right trigger, your character does a dash. And you can avoid most attacks that way.
1: I didn't even know that was... I didn't know that either. I remember you mentioning something about running, but... I never yeah. figured that out. They they mention
3: really? it. I, I, I want to say like I forget at what point in the game, but they they do mention that you can run it. So you want to know so, another
0: thing I don't like about this game is when they introduce things. Oh, I'm going to go into it. When they introduce things, <laughs> yeah. there's no way to see it again. So oh, yeah, like when Trevor couldn't figure out how to get to the menu, it was probably like it was probably because of the issue issue he was having. But then it also there's no way for that to show you again. So I also was having issues trying to figure out how to pause the game, and it took me forever to realize there was a map in this game. And um Bro, we are complaining about it like not pressing start. Because I didn't know how to get to that menu. You press start! Dante, I'm telling you, <laughs> I did not know how to get to that menu. To the, the, the 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 map. The map was like start, and then like you had to like. I mean, I know it was easy once I figured it out, but like the game basically, it goes from like you you don't know what's going on. You get dropped in this world. It tells you something once, and then there's no way to see it again. To like, like, like so I, I didn't even know how the charge system worked. I didn't realize that when you're you're saying like, oh, I chose this weapon, this ability because it. It increased my likelihood to break something. I thought that's what that thing did when you had it as a secondary, as the charge attack. I didn't realize that was the primary attack until we were just recording right now. Ah, uh, fair. Because it doesn't like I, I don't even fe- I don't even feel like the game even explains that. It it says like this increases the likelihood of you know you breaking something or your damage your attack power, but I thought it meant the charge version, not the primary version.
1: Yeah, each each mantra has like a a primary effect, and then a secondary effect, depending on which slot you put it in.
2: Yeah, so I guess my thing on your criticism would be, like, once you get to the menu and you select the mantra, it very clearly states, like, every mantra has three things. It's range, it has um, damage, and then it has its tertiary effect, essentially. So I thought the game was pretty nice about, like, spelling that stuff out so you will not get surprised when you put on a new ability you theoretically should know exactly what it's doing
1: so i think i mentioned this in our group when we were talking about the game a little bit but whenever i play games and this is essentially how i played this one i will basically just kind of run straight forward until i hit a wall and then figure out some of the nuances to it and the mantras is definitely one of those nuances that they don't explicitly, like, tell you anything about. It's just kind of like, oh, you can equip these mantras. You just unlocked a new mantra that does this.
2: What What else would you want <clears throat> them to tell you about it?
1: Well, kind of like what Marcus was saying, you know, explaining how, like... I'm trying to think of another game that does this. Um,
2: but I'm, <clears throat> I guess what I'm saying is... It tells you how to equip mantras. When you go to equip the mantra, it tells you exactly what the mantra's going to do and how it's different from the other mantras. And I really don't feel like there's that much more to
0: that system aside from that.
3: Yeah, I didn't really have a big problem with that. Felt like it was pretty, you know...
0: Once I figured out how to get to the mantras, I was good. Yeah. And I do agree that the... Like I said, I'm, I'm very... I understood the... attack power and the attack range I just wasn't clear that the third power was the third piece of information that sentence was for your primary attack I always thought it was the charge thing so that wasn't clear to me but I don't know what Trevor was getting at as far as equipping, equipping stuff
2: yeah I guess that was one thing I was slightly confused on too when it said to do your like charge attack I assumed that you could do it for both of them but I, I did too you only... <laughs> i did too and i didn't
0: yeah. realize until later on that your you charge used <laughs> charge like yeah that was another thing because i was like oh when i or when you use your secondary not i'm sorry not your charge when you use your secondary i didn't realize that you use your charge as well so let me and i was like oh
1: let me ask this did any of y'all do the training yes the training what are you talking about so, at one point in the game, and it's sort of like towards the middle of the game. Oh, uh, the little you, arena things? You run into, not necessarily an arena, but you run into this guy who offers you, um, like, some training. And I can't remember
2: exactly what... It was like, don't get hit, Yeah. finish the battle within a certain time limit, and keep the combo going throughout the entire battle.
0: Yeah. I did those. Oh, you did? Yeah, I, I don't understand why that was in the middle of the game. Right. And not- I don't think it was...
2: <laughs> like, it wasn't really tutorial stuff. It was just, hey, can you do this?
0: Yeah, like... I, don't I even remember that. Again, like, I, and I, maybe it's me unfairly comparing the games we played, but in Transistor, when you went to that treehouse, there was a new challenge unlocked, and I felt like it would have made more sense to make sure that the player was well-versed in the combat throughout the game versus putting all these combat challenges in the middle of the game because at that point it's like you you have to know the you i mean you should be able to do these no problem at this point and i felt like it would have been more of a um making sure that like checking in on the player and making sure that they understand the system if they would have it like every time you went to one of those save points it's like oh you unlocked a new combat challenge why don't you travel to the familiar realm and be able to play it? Because they gave you that. You know what I'm that's saying? That's what
1: I was just about to say. The thing that bothers me most about them putting that training thing in the middle of the game is the fact that they have a familiar garden where you can go and pet your famili- familiars, but you can't fast travel to like a place where you can just practice combat. combat the well, combat system.
2: But That's the entire game, though.
0: I mean, it's the same thing in transistor, and in transistor, it it t- it shows you the the freedom and the creativity, and like the different way that different abilities can be manipulated, and they could have easily shown you like oh, like oh, this is what happens when you don't get hit in a combo, or like just to try to get like an S rank at something.
2: I mean, they do give you best ranks. And stuff.
0: I know, but what I'm saying is, is that it doesn't make any sense to put it halfway through the game. Like, if you got to the halfway point, you should be straight on the combat at that point.
2: So, I didn't take it as training like you guys are. I just thought of it as a challenge that you could do.
0: I didn't think it was a challenge because I was halfway through the game. I, I, well, if I got halfway through the game, I should know how to do the combat at that point.
2: Yeah, but you get a reward for doing all three, if I recall. So, it was more of a, hey, do this and get like an extra mantra. Or at least that's how I interpreted.
0: it. I mean, you're right. That's how the game presented it to you. But I kind of felt like this could be a way for players to, like I said, this could be a check-in for the the game to make sure that the player truly understands the combat in this game.
2: Like, yeah, I'm not saying I, you're wrong. I think that would be a nice addition. But what I'm just saying is just, I don't think that's what they were going for right there.
0: Yeah, definitely not. They also had, any guys already play the arcade game that they had in there? And that was the original, um, if I read it correctly, the original proof of concept for the game. Huh. It was, um, let me see where I. Uh, oh, yeah, so there was a 2015, uh, the, the arcade game uh, was called uh, I Am Not a Machine, and it was a 2015 prototype of the game. And uh, that was also, so I'm guessing you, Greg and Trevor, did you guys play it? No, I, don't, I, I didn't. didn't find it. so this was at the the beachy area with the cabins or the huts or whatever mm-hmm. and uh, there was like an arcade in one of those uh, cabins and they had a bunch of machines that weren't working but there was one that was working and it was this arcade cabinet called I'm Not a Machine and very similar to like Celeste where they had that arcade cabinet in Celeste that was oh, like yeah. a different version of the main game this was the same thing where I think you had four hearts So whenever you got hit, you lost a heart, and you basically played uh, rooms of enemies. So you'd find a room of enemies, you'd kill them all, then one of those upside-down crosses would pop up, you'd hit the cross, and then you would be in a new... Like, the room would reset with new enemies spawning, and you basically did, I want to say, like, 12 rooms, and you had to, like, survive... I think it was, like, three or four hits, and the the rooms got progressively harder, or something like that, but there was no... As far as I could tell, there was no reward for completing the arcade machine. It just I thought re- you
2: got a mantra for it. Did you? No, you get a familiar
0: for it. It's the shotgun. Yeah, or, yeah. it might be rapid fire. It's the it's rapid, rapid fire weapon. one, I think. It's the, yeah. So you get a familiar yeah. from it, but um, that was uh, that was actually fun as well because it was like um. It, but it, I also kind of saw it as a training thing because I ended up having to do that one a couple more times. I thought that was a little bit more challenging than the uh, the uh, arena because you only could take four hits and you had like twelve levels to do it. Now, do you do you think so, Dante? That was more challenging. Yeah, or?
2: honestly, I think that was probably the hardest thing I did in
0: the game. Agreed, agreed. Um, but it was that part was fun, and so like I truly. Do enjoy the combat in this game, even though it is not exactly what I want it to be. I do think that the combat in this game is pretty solid. Um, Do you guys have anything else that we didn't touch on combat-wise? There was one
1: thing in the game. I don't know if any of y'all noticed the corruption meter. Yep. So I tried to find other games that have a corruption meter. The only one I found was Prey, which I've never played before um
2: are y'all familiar
1: with corruption meters in any other games
2: so demon souls man i don't even think i'm going to explain this right because like you think this game is ambiguous about some stuff demon souls um they had something called world tendency which was a combination of how the player was playing the game plus the other people on their server plus like how From Software is feeling that day, essentially. And the more it got either light world tendency or dark world tendency, things would char- start to um, shift in the game. So, light world tendency, if I recall, typically if the game was a little bit easier, there'd be less enemies. Then, dark world tendency, like more dragons would appear, harder enemies, more corrupted enemies would appear. So, it's vaguely similar to that. I think this one's definitely a lot more player-driven than a, an amalgamation of things. But that's pretty much the only thing I can compare it to.
1: Did any of y'all reach 100% corruption?
3: Yeah. Um, really? I
2: did. I did.
1: Yep.
3: But the game did something... I don't know if it's supposed to do this, but like it does something where like it takes you back down. Like I forget the exact verbiage or whatever, but something happens and then it's like in one of the boss battles and then it takes you back to like 50%. And so that happened to me. I don't know if that's normal or not, but
0: yeah, it it did the same thing for me. I think I hit, I I maxed out twice. I hit a hundred percent twice. Same. And for me, it was mostly because I was lost. And so I was running around, uh, gaining a lot of corruption because I was lost. And then um, dying a lot at um, this one particular boss. Uh, when I was still like trying to use the ranged uh, weapon, I was uh, having issues with uh, just trying to figure out how can I <laughs> beat this boss or this section.
3: So. I think I got to, and I guess we can talk about this because I forgot to bring this up, but I was at like maybe 85% then I... Like I accidentally just flicked the right stick and then I, I transformed. and I was like, "Oh, I forgot they said you could do that." And then once you transform, that uh, that increases your meter like way, like you know, like I want to say like every every hit you do brings it up like a percent or something like that. Mm-hmm. So See, that's another. Thing. That's when I max mine
1: out. That's another thing somebody's gonna have to explain to me is the transform thing because I didn't even know that was there until towards the end of the game. They didn't they give tell you until the end of the game. They don't so.
2: give it to you till the end, right?
0: Well no,
3: it's pretty it's close to the like end of the game. game. Not not at the end, but like pretty close. The last quarter it's of the like
2: game. It's like ninety-five percent through
3: the game. Maybe well It's about ninety percent yeah. well, pretty
0: far, yeah. Yeah. Which also I felt was kind of like, Why are you showing me this now? <laughs> it's like I already play the way I play. Why are you introducing <laughs> this new thing that it doesn't, there doesn't seem, the trade-off doesn't seem worth it. If, you know what I'm saying? Well, the thing is, so that, you don't really
2: know what the transformation, or not transformation, the corruption does. Yeah.
3: So, that's, I, that's the
0: thing. Well. I guess, so. You just
2: inherently assume it's bad.
0: Well, the thing is, I'd already hit corruption twice. So, I was like, I'm not trying to hit it again. I was thinking
3: that was the meter that told me when the game was done. That, <laughs> that's what I thought
0: when I first played the game until I kept dying and it was going up, and I was like, okay, what's going on?
3: Yeah. Oh, I'm at 100%
1: completion.
0: Yeah. Actually, I was thinking, too, I I was thinking that the game was going to be a lot like Hellblade, where, you know, how they tell you if you die, that stuff is going to get to your heart or whatever. And so I was thinking that's what the corruption was doing. So, like, I was super panicking when I was hovering at 100, close to 100% the first time. But then it went back down to, like, 50, and I'm like, okay. (laughs) Um... Did we ever mention leveling?
3: Yeah, we mentioned mentioned
0: it, but we can can go into it if you want to.
2: Okay, I was just going to say, like, the main reason I hit 100% corruption was because I was kind of artificially trying to make the game difficult. So I had, I'd say, 100,000 experience at any given point, but I just, I really didn't feel like using it. So a lot of...
0: huh? (laughs) <laughs> like, this that's, that's what he does when saying, he plays games he always like, is doesn't level himself up to the max level just in case he's going to need it on a boss he gets stuck on
2: that's absolutely correct but um they give you six different abilities to choose from during a level up at least to start um, out with four I thought I'm pretty
0: because you have
3: stamina recharge rate or no 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 charge, it,
0: recharge rate yeah but they, I thought they give you four options to oh, choose from like four I to know choose from spread. but there's six stats
2: yeah, yeah yeah okay so you have HP you have attack, attack power, power. charge like your um charge meter your recovery your, meter mm-hmm. general recovery bar and one more
0: the other one is uh, how much attack your how much charge your attacks build right so
2: how did you guys stat your character out of curiosity I put or did you guys just do it like a jack of all trades I put everything I think into I, health and attack power
3: yeah I was about to say I think that was probably mine and I think I wanted to say charge or maybe stamina was like my third highest stat maybe but I can't remember
0: I um I did everything, well I did attack power and um HP and then uh once I stopped getting those I was doing um stamina. I think those are my three highest ones.
2: Yeah, so I ended up going attack was my number 1 and then stamina recovery was my number 2. I know I never increased my HP.
1: I have so sick. much
0: health. I'm so sick. <laughs> okay, um, that's gross uh what do you guys think of the music in this game <laughs> uh, you know at, at first, I hated it
3: like i I couldn't stand it like it I, I was actively like making me not like the game, and then I think it started getting better as you go a little bit further in
1: mm-hmm. I thought there was a weird it. dissonance between the in-game music and then like the the like narrative music because like in-game there was a lot of like synths and I don't know it, it fit with the um with the art style of the game but then whenever it went to like the narration that's just text on the screen to me and this is this is something I was going to talk about once we start talking about the art in the game. I know we're almost like an hour in on this this podcast already, just talking about the combat system. But I think the combat is worth talking about. Yeah, I I don't think that meshed very well, at least not for me. And there there was obviously like two distinct types of music than the other for narration, and it, it
2: just seemed at odds. I really enjoyed the music. It was... It's not what you'd expect, given the... Like, I agree with the mismatch thing. You have this aesthetic, you have this tone that the game's setting, but a lot of the stuff is more like... Would you guys describe it as drum and bass? Oh, no. 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 It's it's like synth-type electronics. I'd say synth drum and bass. There's a lot of...
0: To me, the music was super repetitive. Drum and bass is pretty repetitive, but I feel like drum and bass is very frenetic, and like there's an energy with it. And this game, the music to me did the opposite. Personally, there there was maybe H. Tra- I like the track when you're at the beach. Yeah, it was good. But other than that, I mean, I was I'm along with Greg where it was I was actively dis find myself disliking the music more often than not. It was literally like it felt like it was looping 10 to 15 seconds over and over again the entire time
2: i just didn't get that impression from it but
0: i, I just like, i'm trying to think of
2: something i could compare it to i,
0: I think I, I i agree with both of you guys where i i don't think the the music matches it and i think i mean obviously it was a stylistic choice but um i just wish there was a little bit they were a little bit closer to get like meshed i'm i'm cool with the i'm cool with the looping uh i'm cool with that but like one of the games we played it loops as well but granted they're their longer audio files or their songs was uh barkley uh shut up and jam garden where i felt like those were like earworms in my head where it was looping 40 seconds of the same, like, the the song was just 40 seconds long, but it would just loop it over and over again, and that was, like, a pleasant experience, where here it was, like, 10, 15 seconds, maybe 20 at max, and I just was like, yo, I just need to get out of this area.
1: I honestly didn't have the volume turned up, just because after, (laughs) (laughs) after playing the game for a little while, I knew that there was no, like, you know, voice acting in the game. So I wasn't too much worried about like the sound, so I just mm-hmm. kind of had it turned down. Like I could still hear it, so it, it didn't become like annoying to me. But you didn't have to hear it, though, right?
3: <laughs> like I, I have that the I guess the the first area that you're in at the beginning of the game, I have that stuck in my head, and it was just bugging me, just how bad it was. It's like, yeah, why is this? Stu- it, like it's bad. Like it just doesn't even sound good.
0: <laughs> yeah, See, I,
2: I I definitely enjoyed it more than like a. Dead Cells or something like that, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I think I think uh, I, I don't have an opinion on Dead Cells music because I don't really. I I, I love the game, but I don't really feel like the game that the music in the game is memorable. Um, and I equally feel like the music in this game is it memorable. And uh, the one pro I would say on Dead Cells' behalf is I feel like these songs match the environment. And it doesn't necessarily mean that's a good thing or a bad thing that they don't match the environment here. But I just, it just kind of felt off in this game where I, I feel like if, if it worked, it wouldn't have felt off or it wouldn't have stood out as much. So yeah, that's not too bad, right?
1: Okay. It, um I, I can't remember any of the, the music, honestly. Like I'd have to go back and listen to the Like there was nothing that really stood out to me. But like I said, I didn't have the music turned up all the way. Simply because, I don't know, there wasn't anything interesting like in the first hour or so in the game. Mm-hmm.
0: Alright, let's get to the artwork.
1: Oh boy. I love it. So that was another thing that caught my
3: attention with this game. Hold on. <laughs> I need you to repeat that one more time.
2: I think this game has a good art style. Oh
1: man. Let me ask y'all something. Y'all ever played Charlie Murder?
2: Yeah, I
0: played it. Or
2: any
1: of the games by um Studio. It's not Ska Studio, is it? I
0: don't know the name of the studio off the top of my head. I never beat Charlie Murder, but I did like it. Yeah, it is Ska Studio.
1: Um So that's kind of what this game reminded me of. It has like that hand drawn aesthetic to it.
0: Mm. Yeah. It
2: has a it certain definitely... aesthetic and it follows the aesthetic <laughs> through the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's consistent. I'll
0: give it that and um, one thing
1: one thing i uh, uh read online was that the kind of the idea behind the game is ambiguity so nothing is really supposed to have like a definite shape or form and it's kind of left up to the player's interpretation to kind of finish it and i think it lends itself pretty well to some of the animation that's in
0: okay um I guess you don't feel the same way. I hate this art style. I, I don't like it either. hate this art style. I when I, I told you when I Googled this game, I looked at it I was like, that looks interesting. And as I played this game, literally the first note I have is, I can't tell if I like the art style or not. I think I like to look at it, but I don't like to play it.
2: And See, I think it plays better than it looks.
0: I...
3: Which so, I know you
2: disagree with Because when we were talking about it on group chat Or I guess RDM yeah. You were like, I really like the screenshots But when I play it, yes. it looks like doo-doo it,
0: Exactly That's it, 100% how I feel about it um, My issues It's ugly It's hard to decipher what's in the foreground And what's in the background what? Um, I'm unsure what you can and can't interact with um, It's hard to distinguish Like the differences amongst the enemies. Um, and I, I, overall, I just think it's a, to me, it looks like a, it's, it looks sloppy to me. And like, I, I'm not, I, it was a stylistic choice. And I respect the fact that they, one, they, they kept it consistent the entire way through, which props to them. But I did not like the way this game looked and, And I feel like the art style is the thing that is holding this game back from being more purchased. I feel like people look at the art style and that is the thing that is preventing people from even trying the game out. So Dante started this thing saying there's three negative Steam reviews in this game and I feel like that's fine. I I can be on my own island as far as not liking this game, but the reason I don't like this game is the art style. It like completely ruins everything else that I think that this game does well. And I feel like this game would have sold a lot better if it even, like, if it... I don't even want to say if it tried, but if it didn't look like it was something that somebody could have done in Microsoft Paint.
3: I mean, I respect that they did that because, I mean... I, at least it's better than doing the indie thing of, like, well, let's just make, you know, sprite-based, you know... Yes. You know. Stick figure on so a like,
0: white background flash game. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, so, I mean, I respect them for that. I mean, I'm not a fan of it, and I definitely have some issues with it, but I can give them credit for trying something different, even though that that may be one of the things that hang, hangs a lot of people from, like, actually, like, taking a plunge with the game.
2: It, so... I don't think it's perfect by any means as far as um, the visual design. I guess my biggest critique would be the, I guess, humans, quote-unquote. I don't like how they look. But as far as the enemies... What do you mean? I just don't like how the humans are drawn. They they personally look ugly to me. I like how the enemies look. I like how the background kind of has this... I don't know what the proper term is for it, but how it kind of jitters back and forth. And kind of that indicates the edge of the arena, and I think the game does a good job of indicating what's interactable and what's not just by the use of color because things that typically you can interact with are typically white, but then like there are exceptions there are exceptions, like the rest place that's white, and you mm-hmm. can interact with it the the longest
0: time I didn't know like I kept avoiding them <laughs> oh, no. like. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, and I, uh, uh, one other thing too, and you can go back to what you're saying is I didn't. I, one of the things too, when I kept pausing the game, I couldn't figure out how to get back to the menu, because um, I didn't realize that the other the, the minus button on the switch was also a pause button. Because I was like, I'm not sure if I'm if I'm saving or not. Like I knew that that thing was re- replenishing my life, but I didn't know if it was saving and i don't i don't remember it saying auto saving or anything like that so i was just like uh that that was uh not spelled out clearly enough uh for me or i just might have missed it but i don't remember seeing that
2: and i was going to say like i guess i don't agree as far as the clutteredness of the combat so to speak where i felt like everything was very telegraphed and very like easy i don't want to say easy to see but like nine times out of ten when the enemy attacked i could tell exactly like which enemy was attacking where it's coming from just because enemies i'd like to say without exception they their attacks are the same color as them and they also have really nice visual cues to um indicate that the enemy's about to attack so i never personally ran into that problem with the combat but I could kind of understand where you're coming from.
3: I think I only had one issue where it was kind of hard to see the attacks, and I want to say it was like maybe the oh God I don't know maybe like it's in one of the last few encounters. There was a point where there was a lot of enemies on screen, and it was just a combination of the area you were in, the color of everything, and the fact that I think there was like there's like a red kind of tint to the state the the area that you're in at that point. And I felt like it was a little hard to kind of decipher everything there. But outside of that, I don't think I had a lot of issues with it.
0: I So one of the things that I ran into, and I don't know if it was just like a move that the enemies had, but there wasn't... I think enemies for the most part had pretty like telegraphed attacks or... I don't really know how to describe it, but like they, there was like, you know, these two or three attacks... But every now and then, I would just get hit by a red line and get one-shotted. And I could not tell if it was, like, there was some other type of tell that they had, so that made the attack... Because, like, sometimes the attack would do 10% on me, and sometimes it would do 100% on me. And I didn't know if there was, like, some type of tell to tell between the two or not. But that was ultimately the most frustrating thing, and that was the part where I got stuck the longest, because I just... I wasn't sure what was going on so, and why that was happening.
1: So for me, enemy encounters kind of played out like way of the pacifist because it would give you one enemy type and kind of show you, okay, this is their move pattern, and then you, and then after that, it would kind of throw a couple more at you or different types of enemies. Mm-hmm. So you could kind of look at them and see, you know, kind of. Learn their their pattern of attack. I don't know. It, it, I, I didn't really have that issue. They kind of trained you each enemy type. Like I, I'll agree with you if you say some of the enemies looked a little bit similar because of the art style, and it may have been hard to tell which attack they might use. Because like with Way of the Passive Fist, enemies that look similar might have like a different color scheme or something like that to kind of which attack pattern they're going to use. Yeah. Whereas in this game, for the most part, all the enemies are red. They're usually a bunch of um, squiggly lines. So, I would agree with you on that aspect. But, I don't know, it was kind of easy to kind of learn the attack patterns of the enemies. At least the non-bosses.
0: I feel, I mean, I, I, I know I'm on an island on that just because... Like, I also had health bars up on all my enemies. So each of them were outlined in the color of... Uh, they had, like, bars sticking off of them that were the color of whatever attack I had. Or, like... What am I trying to say? The mantra that I had equipped... So if it was the Nattos, I think it was, like, the reddish one. My character was in red. And then they also had red bars hanging off of them. And every enemy had those red bars around them. And if I switched my color... Um, if I switch my uh, mantra to something else, a different color, one the green one, then theirs would switch their their bars would switch to green as well. So it partly maybe was the fact that I was playing with that virtue on that kind of added a little bit more things to like it was supposed to help me visually because I could see their life bar. But the fact that it matched the color that I was, if I was up close to them, like doing the close counter things, it was sometimes easy for my character to get lost in the shuffle, if that makes any sense. And then, um, I, and I, and I, I can be on an island as far as like how strongly I feel about the artwork, but like the numbers don't lie. I feel like this game, like, I feel like there's been so much good on the internet and like reviews out there about this game. And I think that the artwork is the reason why this game isn't more popular. Like personally, and I feel like it's just super off putting for a lot of people. And I feel like maybe that makes me like I'm part of the majority and I'm a sheep or whatever and I don't get true beauty or whatever and that's cool. But I just think this artwork is ugly. And I feel like you guys are the um, the the people that are looking beyond that, seeing past it. And I, like I said, I think the the combat in this game is great. And I feel like I would like this game a lot better if the artwork was better. Like, if it was just a different art style altogether. Like, you could even leave the music in, as it is. I feel like if this game... Say that again? I was
1: just going to say, the main reason why I like the artwork is because it helps the animation stand out a lot better.
2: Yeah, that was another thing we didn't really touch on. I I do like how this game animates, because everything's very fluid, like... I'm not a frame counter, but I'm assuming everything pretty much runs at sixty the entire time, and just transitioning between the attacks felt really smooth in my opinion
0: yeah, this game is definitely very responsive like what what you wanted to do it does, but i like i said i i the the art that my enjoyment in this game starts and stops with this artwork, and I could not it 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 messed up my enjoyment for everything else with this game and well, I'm glad you're not epileptic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I I just.
3: I mean, I didn't. I didn't like it. I didn't like the artwork, but it didn't like. I I wouldn't say I would have enjoyed this game any more, or any less, if it
0: was different. Like, yeah. you know, that's <laughs> that's where I'm at. Like, like straight up, like, I like, I like ninja gaiden more than this game like straight up hey, i like i think ninja fan. gaiden artwork looks so much more better than this game i feel like the game the combat in this game i like more than ninja gaiden but i, I also don't like that this i don't like the music in this game i don't like the um the the, the lack of a story and i understand that if i would have played new game plus then all that stuff would have been uh no, to me. I so... promise you, it wouldn't. It. That's probably like my biggest criticism <laughs> yeah, of the
2: game. The story. Say, just can don't we get worry to about the it.
0: Story
1: next, or yeah,
0: I, I just like yeah. This this is <laughs> this is near the bottom of the list of games for me, and like it. Well, was but... Ninja Gaiden the bottom? Well, Ninja Gaiden was above uh, Evil Within, just because I didn't actually play Evil Within. But um, I think that up there. I think that we played a game that I don't like more than a uh, Ninja Gaiden this year, and now we played at least two. Dang <laughs> man, I know how to pick them. Don't this I? is why I had to leave the village. <laughs> like I like I said, I I really really enjoy the. I, I think the combat in this game is great, but like, man, give me like. I, I feel like it's cheating if I said, like, give me the Bastion art style, or give me the Transistor art style, but, like, think about, like, what is a game that doesn't look good? Give me that art style. Advance Wars? Give me the Advance Wars art style. Give me, yeah, like, this game is an isometric, I guess, kind of? Right? So, like, if you gave me, like, a <laughs> Super Monkey Ball, <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, I I don't know. Like, I, I, I couldn't see past, like, I just, I didn't know what the enemy I was fighting, like, I knew I was fighting an enemy, but, like, you couldn't ask me what their attack pattern was, and I maybe fought the same enemies 30, 40, 50 times. Like, there was no, like, distinction between them for me. I knew there was an enemy that was on all fours, like a dog-style enemy. And I knew the bosses because they were much bigger. And, like, there was a spider enemy. But, like, everything else in between, no. And (laughs) couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you what they did. And I fought, like, hundreds of them. Because another another thing that this game did was, like, enemies would just respawn in the rooms after you left and came back. So like when I was stuck, I was incorrect. like inadvertently grinding out experience because I would like leave a room to try to go somewhere and realize, oh, I'm going the wrong way. Then cut back and I'm fighting these enemies again.
2: They only respond if you die. Or... No, they they re-
0: they. I'm I'm telling no you, no.
2: If you okay. go if you backtrack into a room, they do not respond.
0: I'm tell I'm not saying. Greg, like, back me up. I'm not saying, like, going from this room immediately back to the previous room, but I'm telling you at that train section where you're going between all those things, like, those enemies keep respawning.
2: No. I think if you you
1: go to rest stops, they do respawn. Yes, if you rest, they do respawn.
3: Yeah. But. So I don't know if that was the issue he was having. He was, like, resting in between and maybe that was doing it. But I can't. I can't confirm if when you go from train... Like, if you go from... You take the train to one area, if you go back to that same area, I don't know if he's talking about that, if they respond in that. but
2: This is 100% Dark Souls, where it's either you die, or you rest at a bonfire, essentially.
0: Then I must have rested then. And that's... Again, that's on me then, for not knowing that, but I was just trying to get my life back and forget my ass whooped, so... <laughs>
2: You did have something to say about Rewind way oh, earlier the Oh, so episode. the thing I didn't like
0: about the Rewind was it was just like, I, I didn't feel like were, it was worth it. Like, I'm, like, you, you, as far as I know, like, you you still kept your corruption that you had later on, so all you were doing was getting your life back, and if that's all you wanted, then they had healing items. It didn't uh, really seem... I agree it, with well, you. There's a lot of strategic...
1: Uh, I did not use the rewind feature that much, just because, um, I guess because I'm not used to playing these types of games, so I didn't see the benefit to it.
3: I definitely used it like towards the end of the game when I would like have a bad start to a battle, rather than just using my health. Um, since you had more rewinds than health, I would do it. But like, if I was almost dead, you know, if I still had health, obviously, or you know, the the whatever item gave you health back. I would use that first and then, you know, try and power through it after that. And then maybe, you know, try and use the rewind if, if I needed to after that. But
2: yeah, Yeah, essentially, I guess I have a bigger respect for it just because like I come from a soul's background where you don't have rewinds, but if you started an encounter bad, that means every encounter after that, you're going to be, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? You're going to be fighting on your heels, essentially, because you're not going to have as much health. So let's say I I rested, got like two screens in away from the rest point, had a bad start to a battle and lost 50% of my health, I'd redo the battle, and hopefully I have 80 or 90% of my health when I finish it the next time. And that way, every battle subsequent to that one, I don't have that 50% health, you know.
0: And And that makes sense now that I know about the saving um respawning enemies because I'm like, why would I why even use a res like I'll just go back, get my health back.
2: It also helps a lot in those um multi phase battles. So sometimes when you're in like a combat arena so to speak, you have to fight two enemies. After the two enemies are gone, you can fight like three more enemies spawn. So it saves in between those phases. So if I did really good on the first phase ended poorly on the second phase i rewind and i'm already done with the first phase and i just fight the second phase of um second wave of enemies
0: wait say that again?
2: so you know how in some encounters it'll be like hey there's two enemies you beat those three more spawn you beat those three more spawn mm-hmm. so if you take out the first two that part of the combat is done for good so you fought them You get to the next phase where you're fighting the three enemies. Let's say you did poorly on them. If you rewind, you go to the start of that phase. You don't have to fight the first two enemies. You start at the phase where you're fighting the three enemies.
0: Oh, I got you, and I didn't realize that.
2: Yeah, so it prevents you from restarting really long battles. Has some occasional other benefits, like if you use more health than you wanted to, you get all of those back if you rewind, that type of stuff. Okay.
0: Okay. But did you can? Can you confirm that the corruption still stayed at the level it was at when you rewound?
2: Um. So I know c- corruption happens a little bit during the battles, but a majority of it comes from your deaths. Okay. So if you die, you're not you're not able to rewind. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But so, I, I was just wondering, like, if you um rewound. You know, like, you you built all that corruption up as you've been running around fighting in battle, so I was wondering if it started you back at where you were at before you started the battle.
2: I don't know that in specific.
0: Because I'm thinking that might be why you, like, have, like, you maxed out or whatever, because it seemed like you didn't have any issues with the game. Well,
2: I made it harder on myself than I needed to. Got yeah. And a lot of times I'd, like, if I wasn't doing good in an encounter, I'd just let the enemies kill me.
0: Yeah, instead of rewinding.
2: Yeah, well it kinda depended on the encounter.
0: Gotcha. See, I, I only thought about using rewind on bosses. I never thought about using it on the fodder enemies, you know? Okay. Well yeah. I feel better. <laughs> um what what did you say you had to say, Trevor, about um there was one other thing Let me see, we talked about the art style, the music. The
1: story. Uh, so, story, um, I don't know if you notice, but this game is very heavily, um, or has some very obvious theological references. Okay. Um, like, the first, like, the first thing I noticed, um, like when it drops you in, it says something like, you are marked. As you go through, it talks about cleansing. Either the second or third chapter, you actually go into a church. And that's when you meet, like, a, a priest. Preacher. Yeah. Or a pre- priest, yeah. And whatever they're called. His, 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 The knights. His, yeah. The pawns. His henchmen. His goons. <laughs> and and I was thinking, man, is this game based on, like, purgatory or something? So, w- what did y'all instantly think, like, this world was when y'all started playing?
0: Man, I thought that this was, like, a mental, like, um... Uh, I thought this was like um, like uh, somebody's inner toy turmoil, like a like an inner hell type type thing, mm. and maybe part of it was like the art style. But then once they had like all the um, uh, upside, like they had the upside down crosses, that was something that I recognized as like, oh, this is a church thing. And then they had the priest and stuff, and like there was like talks of people dying and suicide and stuff. So I really, didn't, I think there was even. Parts where people were getting like not crucified, but like killed at at the stake, or, like right.
1: Yeah, there was one boss that literally crucifies you when you
0: Yeah, so I, I thought it was like a inner inner hell. Like I thought, like this person had been going through a lot or some, something along those lines. That that's my read on it. I had no idea though. Anybody else?
2: I felt pretty good about my read on it, like. The game is incredibly ambiguous, so I'm not even going to say like I understood it, but as far as overtones go, it was pretty clearly in a religious context. It seemed like there's a guy that they refer to as father throughout the entire game, and it seems like he has his own, I guess, cult of sorts, and people are kind of following him to death and... I can't really explain what the consequence or what their intention was behind the um, killings of sorts. Running
1: like a fight club for kids like that.
2: (laughs) Kind of. And it was weird because his son is also a character that you encounter in a boss you eventually fight. And there's some weird dynamic going on between them. But yet again, this game is very ambiguous, at least on the first playthrough. And I played through about a third of new game plus and I still don't really have a clear grasp of what's going on
0: Mm, I don't know like I I thought about doing a new game just to see what the see because I heard that there's a like a 20 minute (laughs) exposition in the beginning it's just a text dump right yeah and I, I thought about checking it out, but I was just kind of like, I and don't really. It pretty much really kind of follows the narration that's
1: you know displayed throughout the game. It has like a, it's not necessarily poetry; it's it's more prose, but it's basically like this stream of consciousness. And you don't know if they're talking about like the main character or the people he's interacting with.
2: Yeah, they start to give people names, but. None of them really mean anything. So, this actually... This is probably my biggest personal critique of the game. I don't like it when you... Set up your story in a way that's un... Incomprehensible, essentially. The entire first, like, run through the game is incomprehensible. And... Even playing through New Game Plus, I didn't feel like I was getting anything... Properly recontextualized. So... It almost seemed ambiguous for the sake of ambiguity rather than actually telling a story or anything that's relatable. And I guess, you know, it could be something incredibly personal to the author, but for me, I was not getting anything from it.
0: Okay. okay. Do you have anything, Greg? Keep
3: it quiet. Uh... I mean, I don't know. For most of the game, I really didn't have any understanding of what was going on. Like, kind of what you were saying with it's, you know, you thought it was like somebody's inner hell. Or, you know, that kind of, I think maybe that might have been what I probably was thinking. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was really hard for me to kind of understand what was going on. Okay. From what I read
1: online, there are different interpretations of it, which is another reason why like the entire game is just shrouded in Ambigu, is, like, it could be a, a nightmare, it could be purgatory, you know, a, a different number of things. And some of it actually looks like it's just kind of mashed together, like an amalgamation of all those things. It's kind of up to the player, I guess, to kind of, do, you know, what this place is, because it doesn't...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The other thing I was going to say, too, as far as the characters, I won't spoil anything for you and once you start the new game plus... But, um, one thing I read online is that they, um, throughout the game, they refer to like the main character in like non binary pronouns. And so this game kind of has like a, a tone for the LGBT community, mm-hmm. um, for like the main character. And you kind of get that same sense once you get into the new game plus, once it goes into the narration, And that may be another connection to why there's so much uh, religious, um, like, atmosphere around it.
2: Yeah, I did notice that the game has, like, the trans-friendly tag on, um... Yeah, they use... Transgender-friendly tag on Steam.
1: Oh, does it? I'd like to say so. I didn't even know. That's what's up. I mean, it's it's not, like, in your face with it, like, yeah, it's ma'am, or, you know, it's...
0: Why would you say
2: that? <laughs> Trevor just got the entire podcast canceled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I you didn't know, not have It's, that. it's not You're like right. in your
0: face with it.
1: It's, it's <laughs> just kind of like, you know, this game, you know, the main character just so happens to be, you know, non binary or doesn't go by any particular pro Gotcha.
0: Um, did we miss anything? Um,.
1: One thing I was going to ask you all, um, which I read that there are multiple endings, I was going to ask you all which endings. you
3: I looked up what ending I got. It wasn't the bad or good ending. I guess it was like the neutral one, I want to say.
2: So I guess each ending has a different boss fight, so who did you fight at the end? I fought the Messiah.
3: Um, oh, man. I think that's who I fight at the end. Was that the four-form?
1: Or... Yeah.
2: Darn it. Yeah, I think mine had three form. Maybe that was it. I actually started with that one, but that was at the point where I realized I was too underleveled to do it. So I backed out and went to a rest point, leveled up, and in the process, my corruption did get to 100%. So that kind of retroactively answers Marcus's question from before about I guess your corruption does carry over even if you like quit the game and come back mm-hmm. but I ended up fighting that guy I leveled up and unfortunately I got put into I guess the corruption ending where I fought a significantly easier boss
0: could you fight Christian
2: I'd like to say so with that, the um, I think it was a girl and she kind of had this ranged attack
0: That's I fought Christian I, I, but, I but you like... weren't
2: playing as the main character you played as somebody different
0: I have no idea dude like really <laughs>
2: I'm pretty sure that was the case because, like, my moveset was completely different.
0: There was a time when I fought somebody named my – I renamed my character to Marcus, and I fought myself. Did you guys have to do that?
3: I want to say that's the
0: bad ending, but – And then – well, I don't know if it was ending. I think – like, because there was another time where I was just fighting somebody that was crawling on the ground. Like, wasn't even attacking me. Did you guys not have that?
2: I thought that happened, but I didn't think that was the ending ending.
0: No, it wasn't, but I wasn't sure if that, like, I, I don't, I just don't know what was going on with this game. <laughs> long long story short.
2: I definitely did have that happen, but I can't remember, um,
0: It, it, it wasn't where. the ending, it wasn't the ending, but it just, I, I wasn't sure if that was, like, if it's just the ending that's different, or, like, things changed through the, the game. But I'm pretty sure I fought Christian at the end. Was he blue? i have no idea
2: <laughs> the guy who i thought was blue that's all i remember yeah the guy i guess i do have one question to you guys um the vendor of sorts he kept saying to me like hey if you're doing good i'll see you three times if you're doing poorly i'll see you four or something along those lines how many times did you guys see him
3: i want to say i saw him three times i saw him twice that's...
0: I saw him three times. I
2: saw him three times. Of course, I wasn't exactly exploring. I was just curious because that was kind of an intriguing thing to me, and I don't know what would have to happen for you to see him a fourth time. Yeah, especially if you reach.
0: Um, we got anything else that we missed? I think that's it. Dope game, dope experience. Oh, so yeah. Great game, great experience. Greg?
3: I <laughs> uh, wouldn't say that, but... Uh... It's alright. Great game, great experience, yeah. Trevor? This, I think it does what it
1: sets up.
0: It's fine. That's basically what it sounds yeah. like you just said. <laughs>
1: yeah, it, I mean, it's, it's not my favorite game that we've played on the podcast.
3: Um, they can't all be Ninja Gaiden Black. But, you know you
2: know this one gets pretty close though
1: so. one day I'm gonna submit a game for you what are you
0: talking about you already have <laughs> you keep doing this
1: <laughs> I'm looking for that game
2: you
0: already have
2: <laughs> he's never had a unanimous one what is it? yes
0: he has
2: Gre- Greg wasn't down with Transistor
0: Overden
1: everybody didn't play Overden did they? see Greg, I'm kinda lukewarm
2: on that game
0: me and Greg played it You you listen to the guests now? (laughs) The one voice of reason? (laughs) Alright, well, definitely for me, this was not a great game, and it was not a great experience. (laughs) Uh, uh, Was it a good conversation, at least? To be honest, I was way more in-the-moment ragey about this game. Uh, Dante can probably attest. Um... I, I, I was, His use of
2: the upside down smiley emoji in chat, <laughs> almost with every single message
0: associated with this game for the past week and a half. Yeah, ac- accurate, accurate, <laughs> a- accurate. I, I, what I ended up doing, I've been playing a lot of Dead Cells since I beat, because I beat the game last week. I think I was the first one to beat it. But I, I started playing Dead Cells just to kind of get back to to me, and that 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 calmed me out a lot. <laughs> playing Dead Cells. So, See, I had
2: formed an entire defense around using dead cells against you. Fortunately, I didn't have to deploy it today.
0: I mean, what can you say about a perfect game besides it's perfect? And on top of that, you know, I told you're you, right Ninja Gaiden Black. <laughs> and I told you, I like Ninja Gaiden Black better than this game. And I bet you didn't expect that either. <laughs>
2: You know what? You do keep surprising me on this podcast, Marcus. <laughs> I almost said your last name, but then I remembered it's a podcast, so I did.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, I, I just, yeah. Like, and like I said, mo- mostly it was just the art style. It, I mean, it was solely the art style for me. It was the reason why I just, I could not, I could just, I just could not. Um, Before
2: this show is over, I'm going to get you to admit that you do not like action games. Because you're going to come up, first it was Ninja Gaiden. Or actually, no, first it was Metal Gear Rising, then it was Ninja Gaiden, now we got to here.
3: You know what, though? We got uh, Castlevania coming up next, timeout so.
0: Time out! Are you trying to tell me that Bomber Commando isn't an action game? Is that oh, what I'm hearing? Say,
3: uh, Action Adventure. Are we trying to tell me that Enslaved is not an
0: action game? Is that what I'm hearing? N- n- by your standards, You're maybe... Are you trying to tell me that Hellblade isn't an action game? Is that what I'm hearing? Uh, I wouldn't. Nah. About that. You one. trying to tell me uh, those are the ones I got can you get nest
2: rank in hel- uh, um, any hey, of those games? I can like a game without
0: being good at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I it, this will be near the, the bottom of my list for this year. So don't be surprised, guys. But combat's good though. But not below uh, Forgotten End. Oh, not below Forgotten End not below that never that you missed a good time Dante. I feel like
2: I need to play that just
0: out of spite I, you don't you can play it if you want that, that's a unanimous game <laughs> 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 um, uh, what about you Trevor or uh, Dante great game great experience I would say so that's what's up that's what's up so um. Uh, do you have a question hmm If not, it's cool. I can...
2: Yeah, I got one. I got one. Alright. So, if you were... See, I kind of feel bad about this one, because I really don't understand the story, but I do ultimately know that it has to do with angels. So... You know what? We're scrapping it. No no question this week. Okay,
0: that's fine. That's fine. Um, where can people find you at, Trevor?
1: You can find me
0: on Pokemon Go. Um,
1: you can add me. Um, (laughs) Nintendo has this weird thing about your username. But, um, you can find me on the internet at LyriconSong.
0: Okay. Where can
1: people find you at, Greg?
3: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Boombox Hero. I think Facebook is Boombox Hero as well. And on Twitch at twitch.tv slash magnegro with a uh, zero at the end. Okay. You can,
0: uh, where can people find you, Dante?
2: You can currently find me reconnecting the chiral network of the United Cities of America on Death Stranding. Username Awaken Cloud. If you. Um, Want
0: to give me some likes? Okay, and <clears throat> you can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Potato Silent. Um What we got next, Greg? What do we have next? I've
3: uh, got a uh, Castlevania. Uh, I forgot the subtitle. Lord of Shadows. There we go. <laughs> Our Lords of Shadows. I was dry- <laughs> yeah, Lord of Shadows. So we got that coming up. So another
2: Hideo Kojima adjacent game yeah. i guess i don't I, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it because he his name is i don't know if it's on the box but it's almost I one think of those, it's on there it's one of those things where he probably didn't do much other than give the game his blessing not to say that's yeah. a bad game i'm not gonna i'm gonna let you guys figure that out
3: i'm interested to see the the reception of this so have you played it I've played a good bit of it. Well, not a good bit, but like maybe like halfway through. But okay.
0: Well, I look forward to to that game. Um, I'm going to show you, Dante. I don't <laughs> gotta like action the, uh... games. <laughs> <laughs> you got to prove them wrong. With this yeah. Show me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, everybody, good. Anything left to say? Left to say about Luca? All right. Well, we're missed checkpoints and we're out. Peace.